Hey, this is Adrian Hernandez, and welcome to the NIH Collaboratory Grand Rounds podcast. We're here to give you some extra time with our speaker and ask some of the tough and interesting questions you want to hear most. If you haven't already, we hope you'll watch the full Grand Rounds webinar recording to learn more. All of our Grand Rounds content can be found at rethinkingclinicaltrials.org. Thanks for joining. Hello there, I want to welcome everyone to today's uh, Collaboratory Grand Rounds podcast. And we are here today with uh, Dr. Rachel Florence, who will be reflecting on launching the NES Coordinating Center Data Network to improve the use of real-world evidence in medical device ecosystem. So Rachel, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks Adrian. I'm uh, delighted to be doing this podcast with you. So uh, first of all, uh, NEST is uh, new. Uh, so tell us a little bit about um, the origins of NEST and what, what you're aiming to do. So the NEST Coordinating Center is uh, fairly new and I've been doing this job now for one year, but the idea of NEST is, is not new and actually had been uh, thought, thought about by the FDA's CDRH or device division um, as early as 2012 in their strategic priorities. Um, the idea back then was really to help improve post-market surveillance for devices, um, but the idea has since morphed into uh, really supporting wider needs in terms of medical devices, so both pre-market and post-market regulatory needs, um, as well as uh, coverage needs. So, um, so it's it's been in the ecosystem uh, for a number of years now, and this is really our opportunity to uh, launch something operational to, to really help improve uh, medical device evidence. Great. And what um, what do you see as kind of um, the 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 key challenges that Nest is uh, uh, addressing? Yeah, so Nest is addressing um, some of the same challenges that um, everyone in the ecosystem who wants to see a real uh, dramatic um, increase in the efficiency, quality, and timeliness of clinical research is grappling with. So some of the problems and challenges are the same, but there are also uh, some challenges that are really specific to doing medical device uh, clinical research. So I'll say, in a nutshell, I'd say ecosystem-wide, we're dealing with, with fragmented data um, we're dealing with data that's not necessarily complete in any one place. Um, we're dealing with um, high burden on clinicians to um, collect and, and collect data and participate in studies. So sort of, you know, problems that anyone involved in cl clinical research and who really wants to um, leverage the, the, new, the new world of electronic health data is uh, grappling with. But, but in the med medical device space, there are real specific challenges as well, um, both around the availability of uh, specific ways to identify medical devices in electronic health records, um, as well as um, you know, simpler things such as um, it's really hard to blind in medical device trials. Um, there's a lot of um, outcomes that depend not only on the functioning of the medical device itself, but also on the operator skills um, and experience and expertise. Um, so a number of variables that need to be collected to do robust uh, methodological studies in devices that, that can be quite challenging to do. So these are things that NEST is sort of thinking about and thinking about with uh, sort of centers of excellence around the country to be able to, to launch uh, this national system. That's a uh, fairly uh, an ambitious set of uh, issues you're going to be tackling. Um, what what do you see as uh, kind of the, the critical factors for success? So my sense is that the 
opportunities to to really streamline and and improve the the sort of the 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 quality speed scale of clinical research are there but we have to be really careful about not boiling the ocean and my sense is that um, starting small with a small group of collaborators and centers of excellence um, and tackling some of the easier areas to show proof of concept um, i think are ways to um, to sort of take a bite at the apple without trying to boil the ocean so i'll give you an example to be a bit more concrete um, there are um, in my early uh, forays into this there, there certainly are ways to identify uh, some medical devices in electronic health data with the health systems i'm working with um, and sort of starting to show that these studies are possible is a win now can every device be supported by um, studies using electronic health records and claims at the moment, no, and, and uh, there's still a ways to go for certain types of devices. Um, but there are early wins out there and we're focusing on sort of really establishing proof of concept uh, with these early wins and then thinking about scaling from there. Rachel, can you uh, give us a sense of, um, say, in the next year or two, um, how you're laying this uh, road out uh, here I mean, it sounds like there's some uh, key early um, demonstration projects, but you're also putting in some other um, uh, other things in place. Uh, yeah, so the strategy has been sort of uh, threefold. So the, the first strategy ha has been to engage with uh, key leaders and projects that are already underway. Um, and these are our demonstration projects. We have 11 of these. Um, they, they span the spectrum of the total product life cycle. Some are in the post-market space, in the surveillance space. Um, others are clinical trials embedded in a registry. So there's sort of a quite, quite a wide range of projects there, uh, but really engaging the, the leadership and the expertise nationally to work with NEST. The second strategy is to leverage um, existing centers of excellence um, who have been working and made large investments in their electronic health data, both their EHR data, but as well as linkages with other key data sources such as uh, pharmacy and claims. Uh, so working with these groups that may not, however, specifically have focused on devices to date. So bringing these systems in to start doing these um, sort of fairly simple but quite powerful uh, studies in the device uh, field. So the strategy has been to sort of leverage that expertise, um, create a learning community between these health systems um, and see what, we, what kinds of studies we can support from there. Um, I've been keen to not build NEST as a, you know, simply a portfolio of demonstration projects, but really to build it as both a learning community and as an operational organization with a front door um, to which um, industry stakeholders as well as other uh, stakeholders interested in generating evidence in medical devices uh, can come to to do these uh, studies with high methodological um, robustness as well as um, high quality in the data standards that are uh, being adhered to by the different systems. Well, that, that's great. Um, now, uh, let's uh, think about, say, three years from now, we have you uh, on again. Um, what will others say uh, about NEST? What's, uh, 
what will success look uh, in three years? Yeah, thanks, Adrian. That's a great question. And so we're in May uh, 2018, so in three years, May uh, 2021. Um, my hope and, and vision for Nest is that we're able to provide uh, better, more robust um, evidence around medical devices that will really sort of help support uh, patient decision-making and clinician decision-making and improve uh, patient health outcomes. So. The vision is really to, um, you know, significantly improve the the scale, quality, availability, and timeliness of uh, data around medical devices to to really impact uh, patient health outcomes in a positive way. Well, uh, Rachel, I, I look forward to that in uh, three years, and I really appreciate you spending time with us to discuss Nest and uh, what's uh, happening here in the the future. And also, thanks for uh, taking us on. Uh, it's a big challenge to address the, the needs for uh, research and information for people to act on regarding uh, medical devices and technology. Uh, it, it's, it's not a simple task. So uh, for our next uh, podcast, uh, um, please join us. Uh, we'll have Dr. Amy Abernathy, who will be discussing uh, research at scale, exploring what is possible with high-quality re- real-world data, examples from Flatiron, and that will be posted the week of June 18th. So again, thanks for uh, listening to this podcast and thank you, Rachel, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining today's NIH Collaboratory Grand Rounds podcast. Let us know what you think by rating this interview on our website. And we hope to see you again on our next Grand Rounds, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern time.